I think self-confidence comes with self-esteem and self-trust. And over time, when we take action and we tell ourselves we're going to do something and we do it, we're building that self-trust. And when we speak kindly to ourselves, we're building that self-esteem. And so it can't happen overnight. It can't happen from someone else. Every time we show up for ourselves, we're building that. And then confidence comes with that after we're taking action consistently and building that self-trust. I believe that every person has the power to transform their life. Today, I will unlock that power in you. I'm Luke, and you're listening to the Luke Mind Power Podcast. It's time for you to heal and to find inner peace. Are you ready? Just send me a DM that says, I want inner peace to get started. Until then, enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode on the Luke Mind Power Podcast. It's a blessing to have you with us. And today, I've got a really super amazing special guest. And, you know, I always talk about positivity being a superpower. And let me tell you, this person <laughs> this person is, is superpowered, right, uh, with positivity. And one of her Instagram accounts has over 8 million followers. And, yeah, she is the queen of the power of positivity. So I want to take this moment to welcome uh, Kristen Butler to the Luke Mind Pearl podcast. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much, Luke, for having me. Yeah, it's a blessing to have you on. Um, you know, you've got that much of a big audience um, on social media. That's a big responsibility, you know. Uh, I know myself with, you know, with my audiences on my platforms and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming on the podcast and I really look forward to the conversation. But take us, take us back, obviously. I know you probably share your story a lot or um, you have, but there's obviously probably a pinnacle moment in your past that shifted the way that you felt or thought about yourself or caused you to deviate from the path that you were going down, uh, take us there and, and help us appreciate and understand your evolution and how positivity came into your life and, and helped you become the extraordinary woman that you are today. That's a great question. I love that. You know, power of positivity is 14 years strong, actually. So 8 million might seem like a lot, but that's been uh, a lot of consistency. So um, over a decade and a half, I was at rock bottom. And what happened was I was putting my worth in my productivity and chasing success. And so I had big dreams and goals in my heart. And so I just thought that if I kept pushing myself to my limit, that... I would get them. But after many bouts of burnout, I hit rock bottom. And so literally every single area of my life was falling apart. Um, I was obese. I was bankrupt. I had just lost a very successful business on eBay. I was a power seller. So that's kind of like eBay. I mean, Amazon is today. eBay was like the thing back then. And, um, and so when I stopped putting my worth into what I was doing and I was, I just started being and filling my cup and um, it was just a very internal journey of not only creating positive thoughts about myself and my life, but also a positive lifestyle through my habits. And it was a very like mind, body, spirit type of journey where I was literally reconstructing a new foundation of Kristen and then building from there. 
So on Power of Positivity, you'll see we don't just talk about mindset. We literally talk about every area of your life because transformation is about really being intentional about how you live in every single area. It's powerful, man. You've got two books. One is The Power of Positivity. The other one's your, your comf- The Comfort Zone. And, and I was watching one of your videos and you were talking about the girth of a tree and your comfort zone or your life is like the girth of a tree. And the wider it goes, the stronger you are to be able to withstand and hold any sort of challenge or storm or any, any, and, and I talk about that as well. <laughs> it's funny enough. You, you talk about eBay. I used to sell on eBay as well. And I was a power seller, um, <laughs> you know, so that was a while ago, but, but I talk about this when I'm with, you know, um, people that are joining my program. And I, I say that, you know, the one thing that we have to establish is a strong foundation is, is, that deeper rooted, just like a tree, like how does a tree grow to be so tall and to be able to withstand the storms of the seasons, but yet it doesn't fall, right? So what does it need? It requires to have really strong roots in the earth. And I I really relate and resonate with your analogy because it's pretty much similar to what what I'm explaining to people that we may not have been raised in loving environments or supportive environments or, you know, there were were toxic environments. Um, Maybe what we went through, you know, wasn't healthy, for example. And so it's our responsibility basically to to change that. So um, from what you're sharing, it's pretty much what you've done with yourself is taken full responsibility and gone, okay, I need to change the way I think. Uh, I need to change my, my level of self-love and self-acceptance and self-awareness to be able to be for me rather than against me. Yeah, exactly. I think we reject ourselves Um, even for our success, because we're like, oh, it's not enough, you know? And when I just started being um, more positive about my actions, like this is enough. Um, Sometimes we're even doing the right things, but our mindset isn't there. And we're constantly criticizing what we're doing, that it's not enough or comparing ourselves to others. And if we just kind of ease up and give ourselves credit, actually, we can get further along than creating so much resistance with all that negativity. People can look at your account and and I think that's what most people do. They look at an account that has a big amount of following and think to myself, oh, geez, like, you know, well, they don't really know the journey, right? And you just shared with us 14 years of action, consistency, showing up, like may seem like a big number, but yeah, uh, I showed up, right? So I think one of the challenges for people when they're stuck in their darkness or their challenge or they've gotten to a certain point in their life where they've realized that, geez, is this really what life is about? Is this where I'm supposed to be going? Is this what I'm supposed to have been achieved or, or done? And for them to change, I think that is, I mean, that's why listening to a story like yours is so powerful. You know, that's why listening to a podcast is so powerful. That's why fueling your mind with positivity is so important because, right, you're that person that sits there and goes, oh, it's too late. You know, it's too late for me to change or I'm 50 or I'm 60. Like one of my latest clients is 71 years years young, right? 
like, and she said yes to herself because she wants to change, but it's not easy to do that. I think people don't want to be seen starting from the bottom or people, people just don't want to be seen. They think it's too hard to change. Um, what kind of inspiration can you give to someone like that who feels like it's too late? Yeah, I think that it's never too late if we're still breathing, right? And if we can change our thought process around change and knowing it's a positive thing and that it's going to create new possibilities and new opportunities. Like literally for me, I have affirmations that like when I expand my mind, I expand my opportunities and I expand my possibilities. And so you can do that so easily through new thought processes and it can actually make the change easier and like feel more comfortable and fun, you know, because you're being drawn towards something and you're exploring. I think we naturally like want to expand, like that's built into us. And when we tap into that, we're like tapping into our power. It's like I say stagnation. If, if you're, if you're unhappy in life, it's cause you're, you're going through stagnation. You're not moving, you're not growing, you're not changing. You know, my dad said the purpose of life is to grow. And when I heard him say that, like it just came out of nowhere. I remember saying, I was like, dad, what's the purpose of life? And he said to grow. And so I think that's like our soul. When you're, when you're in a, not a happy place or things are not going well for you or, or you know, you're not in alignment basically. And, and what's really happening is like your soul is calling you and saying, Hey man, we're here to grow. And you're limiting me, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, totally. So I think, yeah, it's pretty powerful. But wh who's, who is like someone that inspires you? Where, where does your inspiration come from? I think over the years, like in so many places, you know, I love reading books and so, and watching documentaries. So I love The Secret. I love Bob Proctor's work, Napoleon Hill. Um, I love like a lot of um, traditional old time, um, work because it's, it's so true and it's even so valuable today. And then there's just so many people even today that, um, inspire me like Lewis Howes, Sarah Blakely, um, Greg Braden. There's so many people. I just think I love to learn new things and then try it out if it aligns and resonates. And I think that's the key is to, find where we're passionate and where we want to explore. So I noticed on one of your videos or maybe a couple of them that you were not wearing any shoes on stage. <laughs> and I saw that and I was like, have you been watching Wayne Dyer? <laughs> no, was he um, barefoot too? He didn't, he didn't wear shoes either. Oh, no way. That makes me yeah. happy. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that's what um, he was doing and I was thinking to myself why is he doing that but I was like yeah like it's just a different vibe isn't it yeah well so um that was the first time I was on stage and I um beforehand I had thought about it and it just crossed my mind a few times and I didn't really dive into it and right before there was some technical things and I was like I'm not gonna let this you know sway me or um you know get into my mind and so when I got on stage, I just thought, you know, I'm going to ground myself. I'm not outside. I'm going to take these shoes off, put some lavender oil on. I'm going to jump on this stage and like nothing happened. And that's exactly what I did. And then actually um, the audience, I said, do you mind if I take my shoes off? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep, these are my people. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, you know what? The one thing that you just did there was you 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 being authentic. True. Yeah. And that's something that I truly believe that is one of the main reasons as to why we actually don't live our purpose or live our dreams or live our best lives is because we are not being our true authentic selves. What do you think is the main reason as to why so many people are out of alignment with like their true calling? I think we don't do enough inner work and go in and take time for solitude and ask the questions and, and then believe in the answers and then take action on the answers. Because oftentimes when we go within, there's some big goals and dreams in there and expectations that our soul has for us. And it's easy to be like, no, you know, that's not me or I'm not going to do that. Um, but when we cling to those and say, all right, let's do this. And it, it takes courage but it's so worth it because then you have a life full of experiences and you get to achieve those dreams and continue to expand from that place. And to me, like, I feel like part of my purpose is to help people believe in their dreams again, because that's part of why we're here, you know, is that purpose is connected to those dreams that we have and, and those can change. And that's the fun part of it. We get this long life to just experience all that we're meant to be here for. And it's so sad to see people at the end of their lives have so many regrets and don't want to live with regret. And so it just takes a lot of work to show up authentically because we're afraid that people are going to judge and we're worried about that. But we should be more concerned about how we can help others than how they're going to perceive us. And when I have that kind of shift in my mind that it's not about me, it's about them, then I don't even worry about what they think. And that's a really powerful place to be. Yeah, the the opinions of others, right? So does that come down to self self-confidence and self-love? And how have you cultivated that in your life so that, that that's more like it's not even there really? I think self-confidence comes with self-esteem and self-trust. And over time, when we take action and we, you know, tell ourselves we're going to do something and we do it, we're building that self-trust. And when we speak kindly to ourselves, we're building that self-esteem. And so it can't happen overnight. It can't happen from someone else. It's a very internal journey. And every time we show up for ourselves. We're building that. And then confidence comes with that after we're taking action consistently and building that self-trust and self-worth. At least for me, that's been my experience. And then I'm able to show up, you know, for example, on stage with all this confidence, even though I, that was the first time I ever did it, but that's because I built that inner worth and self-trust over time. And so no matter what happened, I was going to enjoy the process and feel confident in what I was doing. Yeah, thanks for sharing, you know, this because I'm speaking in Laguna Beach in California in uh, September. And it's, well, yeah, most likely, unless I get any opportunities before then, but most likely this will be my first time really like getting in front of, you know, 200 people um, at a proper like, you know, stage and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and what you're saying is so relatable because 
you've done so much work. Like my other question was like, why have you waited so long to get on stage and speak? Right. Um, is it because it's not something that, that you're comfortable with? Is it too much out of your comfort zone or is it just because you've just been busy with other um, projects? You know, I expanded my comfort zone into public speaking. And so everybody's process looks different. But for me, it was, you know, I I had a mentor and I um, took some classes and then I practiced not necessarily on stage, but, you know, through podcasts and media and just conversations. And, and so I kind of expanded into it. And I think that also gave me confidence because I believed in my work. And I believed in the path that I took that led me there. And so I think if you can show up, like you said, authentically, and you know your work, and you have built that trust and self-esteem, then it's like you're in the flow when you're doing it, because it's just the next right step. And you're, you planned it because your soul's meant to do that. You know, it's like mm. you are impacting on a bigger level and you're in the right place. And if you believe in that, then it's going to work out. Yeah. So how were you able to, you know, I know you said, you know, you're working with someone and you're, you know, formulating what you're going to, how did you choose what you were going to speak about when you've got so much experience and your story is so big, like, and to have that, you know, time on the stage, how did you, did you have to like, write down all this different stuff and then go, yeah, okay, this is the story or this is what I'm going to share, like that I'm going to focus on. Yeah, it was definitely a process, but it was from my latest book, which is like what I'm most passionate about right now. And so I share a lot of stories and I think with stories, you can't go wrong and you can really relate to the audience and you can be in the flow in your stories, right? So I piece my stories together. And then of course the content, I was very confident in that and passionate about it. And I, you know, I just put what resonated, I think over time, you know, who knows it can evolve, but, um, the audience really resonated as well. I think if you, if it feels good inside and your intuition's like, yeah, this is it, then just keep following that nudge. If that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of how I live. My life is, is following those cues and I know that, yeah, this is this is going to work out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, do you do you see a lot of signs? And are you into like you know synchronicities and stuff like that? What are some belief systems that you use or that help you to keep moving forward? Yeah, totally. I mean, I love synchronicities, and even you know now it's so trendy the eleven eleven. But I mean, since I was sixteen, I've been seeing elevens before I even knew that there was like repetition of numbers, um, to guide you. But, um, I think it's just intuition, synchronicity. I know that the right people are aligning for me and, and having those strong affirmations just keep you going. I think, I mean, I guess I've been doing this work for so long now that, um, to break it down, sometimes I'm like, yeah, it really does come down to affirmations foremost, I would say. And then following those strongholds on a daily basis, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I have to tell you, I'm very grateful for what you just shared over, you know, about speaking on stage and how, you know, it's become you, 
like you can't go wrong when you've done so much work and like because I you know I can't I think about my gig in September and then I've got another gig in uh, in Atlanta um, in the end of October as well but it's almost like I've gone so deep in this journey podcasting and coaching and speaking and and you know my content on social media it's like you know these opportunities are going to come and uh you 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 can't just sit there and go nah i can't do it i'm scared you know because it's who it's who you are you know what i mean um and it's so it's like that pretty much as much as there may be a little bit of fear or you know you might be a bit nervous or whatever um your confidence in just knowing your worth and who you are is pretty much going to trump that stuff. Yeah, right? totally. How long did I it take that. for you? I'm sure you were, you probably had a bit of butterflies or something um, getting on stage. How long did that last for? You know, I kept telling myself it was excitement. And to be honest, about two years ago, I did um, RTT training. That's Marissa Peer's um, training. And so in so we did a few sessions and we went back in time and kind of went through some old belief systems and memories that I was holding on to. And I didn't even remember these things. And only in the session did I remember them. It was so amazing. And, you know, when we reprogrammed those, I saw a new perspective in those moments. And then from those sessions, she created a kind of like affirmation recording it was kind of cool. And in that, she said that if you feel a little nervous, remind yourself that it's excitement. I have replayed that recording these last two years, like, you know, hundreds of times. And so my brain, when it feels that those nervous feelings, it says, oh, I'm excited. And so I've trained that, you know, because fear can be, is trained, right? So we tell ourselves, and everybody tells us, you know, getting on stage can be scary. It can be scary. But if we tell ourselves, well, I'm just excited. It's really the same thing in my body. And so then when I got up there, it was like, wow, I've never done this. I mean, this is exciting. And so quickly, my brain was like, I like teaching like this and kind of interacting with my community in this way. And so I didn't experience what I was kind of preface that I would experience. And I really think it was because of that repetition of those affirmations about the situation and how it would go and how I would feel and how the audience would react. And so if we can see it in that pure positive way, um, sure, there was some people that left, not very many, but I didn't even let that, you know, deter me. Well, while you, you were know, on stage, people walked out? Um, let's say there was an audience of almost 300 and maybe like three or four, you know, did. And so I could have said to myself, oh, you know, these people left. And so I'm going to, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And it, even though, because my expectation in my recording was purely positive, right? But when you have those kind of, um, affirmations, it's like, like that strong tree, those strong roots, like you're talking about that no matter what happens, you have your foundation and it doesn't shake you. You know, so many people said that, you know, this could happen and this person could throw you off or looks can throw you off or, you know, all the things that you hear. But when you have that strong foundation, when something unexpected happens, it doesn't necessarily have to throw you off, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. And so congratulations. 
for real <laughs> you know uh, you, you I saw, i've seen your content on your on your page on instagram and you know it's you're, you're really being the change and and it's such a persevering journey to to take action for this amount of time right um to to achieve this because i mean i know myself i mean i've been doing this now for five years and even i've had over the last few days just you know moving um to dubai and and setting up and it's a new environment and all that kind of stuff and 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 it you know every experience or every phase that you go through it, it has challenges and you can be overwhelmed and you get stressed and so i'm curious and i'm sure the rest of the audience that's tuning in right now is also curious so you mentioned also i was listening so i actually took in a lot, a lot from your your story while, while before we started but you said you've got two kids um you're married uh, you also have a labradoodle as well yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and so you've got such a big responsibility and you have a family. Um, how do you manage all of that? And do you have moments, like you said, you went through burnout and all that kind of stuff, but do you have moments where you just, you're just like overwhelmed, stressed, like, you know, give us some like some, some real stuff as well, because I'm sure like people are probably like, your life seems so perfect and everything's so, but that's what people look at social media and that's what they think. And I'm, I'm like, I literally want to say it's not freaking like that. Like yeah. <laughs> for real, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard, you know, there's a lot. I'm curious. What's your life like for real? Yeah. So, you know, of course my life has challenges cause I'm a human. I'm not a robot. And so I really think that I don't have the bad days that I used to, honestly, like the burnouts. Like I used to experience so many bouts of burnout because and I didn't what have that, that look work. Like, by the way, burnout. Yeah, I didn't like have it. like that work-life balance. You know, burnouts, like anxiety. First it started anxiety and stress and panic attacks, but then I depleted myself so much that it was like paralysis. Like I couldn't even get out of bed for two weeks back then. And so that's when I really started implementing such a strong work-life balance. And again, that's like self-care and healthy boundaries. And so when things don't go right, I don't like, I can feel stress, but I also affirm like, okay, it's going to still work out or this, this timing isn't just right now. You know, I feel like if we have those strong, um, feelings and, and, you know, I don't exactly know how to explain it. Just having those like powerful stances on life, knowing that no matter the challenge, no matter if my kids are acting up or if, um, I was late to something or whatever, whatever it could be, you know, when we were going, for example, when we were coming from Charlotte to Tampa, they lost my luggage, but I had actually put my dress for my talk in my carry on. And so I'm like, okay, I could stress about this, but at least I have that. The other things I'll figure out. And they did find my luggage, but I didn't allow it to like overtake me and overwhelm me because I feel like that's what happens. We can get lost in attaching to the challenge and then letting it take us down too often. Because I used to always do that. Like, oh no, oh no. And then you're just stuck in those feelings. And so if you know, like, hey, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. It doesn't make it feel as bad as it could feel. Does that make sense? 
having those yeah, strong, it's always, that strong internal foundation, mm, no matter what. There's always a silver lining in the challenge somehow, you know. Even like, for example, driving in traffic, you know, you can miss, good example, rented a car about two weeks ago or one week ago, was going to do a podcast in Abu Dhabi. And I rented this car and it was a Mercedes and it's got the digital dash. And so as I'm driving up one of the ramps, it flashes and it says, uh, battery battery error stop engine <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> i don't know where i am like i'm using gps i'm on the on my phone and so what's my first instinct i'm driving it's 120 kilometers away from dubai so i've only just left i'm five minutes away from the rental car six minutes away from the rental car place i'm like do i just ignore this or do i what do i do you know so I pulled over, I sent the guy a message, I said, I'm coming back, give me another car. And then I got back to, to see him and he said, brother, don't worry, I know this car very well. It's nothing, just keep driving. And I was like, all right. So I believed him. Um, but the purpose of the story is that I could have kept going that first time and maybe I would have gone through a traffic light or someone was running a red light and because the freaking car flashed like that and I stopped, you just don't know. You know what I mean? And I, I think like that because you don't know why you turned right when you should have turned left. And sometimes these experiences in your life happen on purpose because, you know, I feel like there's this, you know, there's a divine energy or there's something else out there that's guiding you that's in control. And it's almost like what I say, you know, I wrote a quote on Twitter about your soul. And your soul will take you through experiences and situations on purpose to, to, to challenge you and, and for you to be hurt in some ways because there's an important lesson that needs to be learned there. And if you don't go through that experience, you'll never learn and then you won't be able to grow. And a lot of us don't have that level of thinking and thought process because we just haven't we're not self-aware enough or we just don't think that way. And, and you know, that's why it's so important to have a positive mindset, right? A, a mindset of being able to see the blessing in every single situation that is a challenge. And that just changes your energy because you're not looking at every single experience and getting angry and going, oh, my God, why is this happening? Instead, you're going, well, this is happening for a reason. There's, there's a, something here. And it just brings you so much more peace. Yeah, what I'm hearing you say is just trusting, right? Like, because if you're trusting in something bigger than you, it takes the pressure off of you in a way like, okay, I don't always have it figured out, but whatever's happening, it's still going to work out. And it, these are just like strong, um, in the book, I call them power stances. So things that you just know to be true. And so if you can mm -hmm. trust in an energy beyond you, whatever you call that, you know, um, then you know, hey, someone's got my back and I'm good, whatever happens and it's going to be okay. And so you can like walk in the unknown and you can move to places like Dubai and you can travel and try new things because you know that, hey, this is my journey and this is part of it. And it's going to work out whether there's challenges or unexpected things that happen or not. You know, I think 
attaching to the feeling and sitting and sulking in it is, is the, is what got me at least to rock bottom. And so I like to feel my feelings and like, okay, this is challenging. Okay. How can I move through this? You know, so we're not like ignoring the feelings because they're important. They're kind of like red flags, like telling us like, Hey, look at this, look at this. But then you also don't want to just like sulk in it and stay in it and live there. Cause that's mm. when we feel like stuck and stagnant, you know? Yeah. When you talk about feelings and you want to feel them, I'm just like, when I get annoyed or stressed or challenged and man, I just, I'm, I get so angry, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's part of the journey. Like I deal with this because I'm, I've got a lot of responsibility, you know? And, and sometimes it's just a lot. And like, you know, I think the one, the good thing about Dubai is that there's no like pubs or bottle shops like that are visible. Like you can get, you can buy alcohol here, but I can't see it, you know? And in Australia, it's so easy. Just there's a bottle shop there. There's, you know, I mean, in Poland, it's even easier. There's, I remember living in, being in Poland and there, that's where my family's from, but there's, bottle shops on every corner, you know? Wow. And so in the past, I mean, I used to drink a lot and that was like my go-to, you know, even, you know, using cocaine and stuff like that. But, you know, when you're stressed or when you, you're dealing with some sort of challenge or whatever, the easiest way to just get rid of that is just to, you know, numb it, right? So feeling, you know, is something that, yeah, it's, it's powerful what you're sharing, you know, because it really brings you back to the present moment and understanding like, what's really going on and and how you really feel which which we should shouldn't be suppressing you know and and i think we've i guess that's the society that we live in it's it's easy to suppress isn't it so true there are so many ways that you can do that on a daily basis but you're going to have to deal with it with it eventually in some way so doing it in that moment and moving through it or acknowledging why it's happening is really the healthiest way because there's so many books i don't know if you've read but like that the emotions get stuck in the body. And I'm so fascinated by that, but it's so true. And like mm. doing body work and having it done and seeing how healing that is. It's like, wow, we do carry these things. And for me, it's like, no, I'm good. I'm trying to heal enough from the past. I don't want to add more on to it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing actually that I've just become aware of I was just speaking to one of my clients recently. And, and I just had this light bulb moment because she started talking about somatic healing and I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen people engage in it and, and, um, and, and go through it. Um, but in terms of the healing process and releasing negative energy or stored emotions and stuff like that. And, and it dawned on me, uh, because it's movement of the body. It's, 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 um, you know, it's surrendering, it's, uh, you know, connecting to that deeper energy within yourself and, and releasing and loving on yourself and all that kind of stuff. And, and being in that environment with some people that know what they're doing, obviously with, with the coaches and stuff like that. But for myself, I'm like, how am I healing? How am I releasing? How am I shaking or off this negative energy or these suppressed emotions or stuck emotions? Right. I'm like, well, I dance <laughs> like yeah. that's one of my that's what I do on all my platforms I'm dancing right and and when I'm dancing I'm very happy and I'm very in tune with the energy of the sound and I love it you know and one of the things in the past was that I couldn't dance if I had didn't have any alcohol mm. I needed some alcohol or some drugs to to give me self-confidence that's what that was the main 
the main thing that I got from 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 alcohol and drugs was I it gave me confidence. It made me feel the way I wanted to feel naturally, and then I had permission to dance because mm. then I was less. You know, I was like, yeah, now I, now I feel yeah. good, right? Um, so now it's like I listen to specific types of sound and music and I dance. And so there's a lot of releasing that happens for me and that's why I'm on this higher frequency, you know. So, yeah, mm -hmm. for anyone else out there listening, like pay attention to this because, you know, moving your body is so important. Yeah, and you're moving it in a way that you love, and that's also mm. important. Some people run, right, or lift, or of whatever course, it is for course. you that it's like, or all of those things in the moment, whatever is um, what you need in that moment. So I love that. That was so well said. Kristen, um, your book, Do you are you a big reader? I'm just curious. Like, you do know, you I like love, reading books? I love reading nonfiction books, so I love to learn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I'm not really a big reader. I mean, I don't, yeah, like, I mean, I can read, obviously. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm incompetent or whatever. But I'm, you know, I mean, I bought, I remember when I first started this journey, three books that I bought Max Out by Ed Milet, The School of Greatness, Lewis Howes, and Dean Graziosi, Millionaire Success Habits. Those are the three books that I bought because I was so into personal, I was so into this new life that I was, booming into right um and so they've been massive inspirations for me um in in who i've become but and i did read those books but after that the rest of it was youtube videos les brown and bob proctor and um and jim Rohn, and tony robbins and and all the rest of the amazing speakers that are you know yeah. out there but one day I will definitely release a book, that's for sure, because, you know, there are so many people out there that love reading like yourself. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe I'll grow into reading when I'm older. Who knows? But I'm curious for you to be able to share with us a little bit more about what is inside this new book that you've released, The Power of Positivity, and what can people expect because – I would really love for everybody who's tuning in to to be able to purchase a book and I'll definitely put the links in the show notes um, for people to have access to it because, you know, listening to your story, your energy and your vibe and everything that you're sharing with us today, um, I'm sure people already get a, an appreciation of who you are, but what are some key components or takeaways inside the book that that you know like absolutely – you know, catalysts or light bulbs or, you know, transformational um, power punches of positivity that are really going to help people? Yeah. So my first one is the three minute positivity journal, and that is part self-help book. It's, it's a few short pages and then entries. And so here you're literally taking three minutes in the morning and three minutes at night and taking time for yourself. So you're checking in with your mental health. You are checking in with the self-care. Are you working out? Are you calling a friend? Um, you're also writing down, you know, a priority list of what you want to do during that day. And then at night you're checking off if you did it and what your wins were. So it, it's really a great way to take action. If you're like, I want to be a more positive person, but I don't really know what I should do. And I don't really have the time to find out or stay consistent or have accountability. 
And so this book is like the accountability partner for you to quickly and easily kind of check off what you did. There's also affirmations in there because affirmations have been so transformative for me. And I'm really about creating just a few affirmations for yourself and then repeating those over and over because you're kind of imprinting them into your life and then changing them once you see that they, that you've become them, right? Um, I think too often we are just randomly reading affirmations and just doesn't work because we're not being repetitive. So yeah, the first book is is really about positive action steps. And then the the new book that I just released, The Comfort Zone, is actually my journey living outside of my comfort zone and then finding that I could actually be in it and expand and be more comfortable with more things, even doing hard things by expanding it, much like we talked about when we first um, started the rings on a tree. And so I like to think about our comfort zones are not static places. The goal is actually to be more comfortable with more things and continue to expand our life and expand our comfort zone. And um, I really love the movie Free Solo. Have you ever seen it? Um, Alex Honnold is a rock climber. And so he rock climbs without any harnesses or anything. I've seen some documentary or something yeah. like that maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so he says that he, to combat fear of doing that, he actually is in his comfort zone doing it. And so I really love that because that's such a extreme thing to be able to do, but it totally works because I've, you know, healed my life, rebuilt um, myself and built my brand like with this kind of methodology of just being comfortable with more and more things, right? And and loving the process. So, um, so yeah, that's the second one. That's awesome. You mentioned the word process, and I think that's probably one of the most hardest things for most people. And I say success requires patience. How how have you navigated your journey to this point in your life? And was there a moment in terms of like getting to a specific point and realizing, okay, uh, I'm, I'm where, I do, where I know I should be and now things have gotten a bit easier for you where you don't have to like, you don't feel, you know, financial stress or, you know, challenges or, you know, uh, pressure. Um, you, you're not in that mindset or, or state of like, you know, hurry up, I want to achieve this already and you're kind of more content. Yeah. In the book, I actually call that like sur the survival mode or survival zone. Um, and that's where I was for half of my life, always chasing and trying to get the next thing. And I would have a lot of success, but then I would have failure, so much failure. And so really, actually, the last decade and a half, I just kind of flowed with each process. So um, before Power Positivity, I was um, an entrepreneur and I was a freelancer and I, I loved social media. So I was doing freelance work for other people. And so um, I was doing work that I loved there. And then I kind of pivoted to Power Positivity as time went on. And I um, was able to financially make that pivot. 
So a lot of what I do is just kind of follow that flow in a way. So there's no kind of like this like really rough transition because I had experienced so much of that for over half of my life that it was like, this can't be life. You know, life doesn't have to be like in this survival um, mode all the time, right? Like, why would we be here? God wouldn't put us here to just constantly survive. And if we're supposed to be here and be abundant, then we have to trust that. And I think it's a very inward journey of trusting that things can be abundant no matter um, where you are right now, moving towards that trust and feeling of abundance, it almost attracts it to you. You know, I feel like everyone talks about the law of attraction and why it doesn't work, but it's really just getting out of your own way and, and letting that resistance go so that you can kind of be in that flow and not have so much of an expectation that it has to be at this time or this certain way. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it really, it, it, although that's why the journey is so fulfilling, you know, if it was easy and you just all of a sudden by taking action for a week, everything just manifested for you, where's the fulfillment? Like, you know, the fulfillment is coming because you persevered. You didn't give up. You know, you, you, you took on the challenges, you got out, you faced your fears, you, you kept fighting. And, and then like, you know, like I always say, you can't drift to the top of the mountain. <laughs> you can't drift there. You got to climb there. So that's pretty much where and why the journey is the way that it is because you've, <coughs> because you have to show up for it. You know, yeah. it's not, but it's focus not that easy. On that next step and not look at the whole climb. Right. I think yeah, enjoying I the process. It's almost overwhelming. If you yeah. Totally. And that's where the flow is, isn't that just in that moment, right? Being more present. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're a mom as well, right? And the, the one thing for me, you know, I think about being a child and I think about my nephews and nieces, I have 10 of them. And the one thing that I've always tried to do is instill more belief in them and give them more love and, and remind them to love themselves and to believe in themselves and all that kind of stuff, stuff that I never heard or or experienced when I was a kid, right? But now I look at life and I'm like, yeah, but Luke also, you know, I think about if I had a child, how would I raise my child? It's like, well, I'd empower the hell out of the shit out of them. I'd tell them that they're the best, you know, and that all this kind of stuff and I'd make as much time for them as possible. And obviously there's different types. Everybody has a different way of parenting and all that kind of stuff. But in your case, because the way that I see it is like, I, I went through a lot of, you know, feeling very self-conscious. I had very low self-esteem, self-conscious about my physical appearance. Um, so I was very insecure and, and I didn't have that confidence in myself. So, you know, I got bullied a lot and, you know, I always just was living in a lot of fear, you know, never could stand up for myself and speak my truth because I was afraid, you know. Um, so, but that's my superpower. Right. And so it's like, would I go, would I, if I could go back, what would I change? Would I tell my dad and my mom that, hey, you guys need to spend more time at home because I need to be nurtured more. I need to be loved more. I need to be supported more. I need you guys to empower me. Dad, I need more of your masculine energy because I need you to, to, to be there so that I can be, I can grow up being a strong, confident young man. Right. When dad was, you know, working hard because he was trying to put food on the table. He was never home. So, 
is a catch-22 in a sense where if I hadn't gone through what I went through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. So if I was parented in the best possible way, what would I, what would I have become? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you said that so perfectly. And so I grew up very similar with um, those same kind of challenges. And so I've thought about this same thing very often. Do you need the pain to find your purpose or can you still find your purpose without the pain, right? Um, and I think we're all at some level going to experience um, pain just in different ways, right? Um, you don't have to have childhood trauma necessarily or a difficult bringing to find your purpose, but you should really um, congratulate yourself though, that you came out of that and had that new perspective and found your purpose because not so many people are able to do that. It's, it's um, rare at times, but I don't think you necessarily need that pain to find your purpose, but it's a potential. And that's the amazing part of life is that you can change your circumstances no matter what they are at any time and get through anything. And if more people knew that empowerment, that they had that ability and that we're all as just as special as anyone else, no one's like better than anyone else and can get through something better, that the world would really be a more changed place. So, um, I do love to empower my kids, like you said, with your nieces and nephews, because they need that. And who knows where you could be, you know, if you were given that at an early age, but you came out of that and you empowered yourself and you created this inner independence. And that's just amazing. And I'm sure inspiring for so many people. Um, And that's just your journey. So I think there's so many ways that you can find your strength and your purpose, but I don't think you necessarily do have to have like a difficult upbringing to do that. You know, Mm. I think you can grow from anything. It's kind of like those, the tree that we were talking about, right. And the soil and the environment. And, and so sometimes you're given the right soil, right. And then sometimes you have to like reroute yourself and put some new soil in there and get some fertilizer in there and, and then grow. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that as long as you know you're doing your best, especially as a parent, you know, there's a lot of outside circumstances that you can't control in in society today, you know. So do your best and trust that, you know, everything will unfold in the way that it's meant to. And I think that if you always put out good energy out there, you know, what you put out comes back. And, and I truly believe in that cycle of karma. Um, and I'm learning that a lot here in Dubai. It's like if it's so safe, um, no one closes their doors in their apartments, you know. Um, when I visited a friend when I first got here, he just walked straight into his apartment building and I'm like, where's the key? And he goes, "We don't. Cl- no one closes the doors. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, no one steals. And And I'm like, that's the society that we should be living in where – you're not constantly looking around, living in fear like, shit, did I lock the car? I've got my sunglasses in there. If I leave it open, someone's going to steal them, you know? Um, so that's what I'm experiencing so far and everybody here is so kind and polite and, you know, I went to the restaurant the other night and I forgot my wallet. So I was like, shit, I'll, I'll come back, you know? And it's like, 
there was no inch of me that was like, oh, I'm not going to come back. I'll just don't worry about pain. Who cares? You know, it's like it's it's what you focus on expands. You know, do the right thing, put out good energy out there, and the universe just brings it back to you. And when you change that kind of mindset, um, everything starts working in your favor. But I think there's like a barrier that you have to break through first. Um, but I think it's not uh, – yeah, some people feel like there's a brick wall, you know, and, and really it's just a speed hump. You know, you just have to push and push and push and eventually things will start moving in your favor. But Kristen, um, I have to tell you, just spending some time with you today and, and doing this interview with you and you sharing your story and everything that you've been through and – and the way that you think, um, your presence is felt and your energy is so peaceful and um, calming. And I bet you that everyone listening is like, oh, my gosh, Luke, you, you're saying exactly how I feel, right? Um, because I've thoroughly enjoyed just connecting with you, talking to you, learning from you, hearing your story and very inspired by your journey of what you've created in your life and, and how you're making such a massive impact in the world. And I feel very blessed to be connecting with you. I hope to, to meet you one day in person. Maybe I'll speak on stage um, at one of your events or an event that, you know, you're speaking at as well. I'm sure that somehow, some way the universe will create something like that. But um, I just, uh, before, before we finish up also, I wanted to ask you, how did it feel to speak? at an event that so many amazing people are speaking at. I saw one, Mel Robbins was there as well. Um, there was obviously a lot, of the, a lot of other amazing speakers as well. Um, did you feel a sense of accomplishment for yourself? It was just amazing energy to be around like high level thinkers, but then also the people who adore them and attended the event, you know, they're just such forward thinkers that it was just such an amazing vibe of, of, positive energy and healing energy, you know, we're all here and they're, you know, there to do our best and just, yeah, it was an amazing environment with the speakers backstage, but then also, um, with the audience and around that energy, it was, it was very fun. I realized like, I love this and this is a great new path for me. <laughs> so Kristen, once again, thank you so much for your time and your precious time because I always emphasize, you know, what you invest your time is, is so important um, and who you surround yourself with is very important. So I'm very grateful that I got to hang out with you and to hear your story and, um, and be inspired by your journey. So thank you so much for joining me on the Luke MindPower podcast. Um, before we go, uh, where can people find you um, and are you speaking at any new um, events in the future or and where, how can people stay in touch with, with your journey? Yeah, first I just want to say thank you for all of your kind words because, um, yeah, I absolutely adored what you shared today. Um, it was very inspiring and I love that deep level of thinking. So thank you for that. And um, you can find me on positivekristen.com all of my social media is there um and as for far as speaking we will see i'll post it on there i liked what i was doing so i'm definitely going to um continue to leave that door open and get the door wider and see what comes up awesome awesome Kristen. thanks so much thank you so much luke 
Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-discovery and growth. If you're ready to grow and reach your full potential and find inner peace, send me a DM that says, I want inner peace, and I'll send you the next steps. You can accomplish anything you set your mind to. When you change your mind, you change your whole life. So don't hesitate and send that DM over to me. Myself and my team can't wait to meet you and witness your transformation in full glory. See you next week.